0: This is the Irrelevant Information Podcast, a podcast about the importance of the unimportant. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today we're going to talk about stovetop stuffing. Thanksgiving is coming up in the United States, and even though all American holidays are all around food in one way or another, Thanksgiving is the food holiday. There's of course the turkey and the pumpkin pie, but everything else adjacent to those two things varies from one family to the other. Things like cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, casseroles of all kinds, desserts of all kinds, they all show up in Thanksgiving. And Americans dutifully eat all of it in large quantities while watching the Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys lose on national television. Then, heading out to trample other people on their way to buy a Vizio TV at Walmart at 6 p.m. What a wonderful holiday. Anyway, food is a big deal in Thanksgiving. Esteemed chef and travel TV show host Anthony Bourdain has a whole Thanksgiving section in his last cookbook titled Appetites, a cookbook, and his Thanksgiving routine takes three days, three entire days, and it involves not one, but two turkeys, one of which he dubs the show turkey and the other the business turkey. Now I'm going to keep it real with you guys, as much as I like Bourdain and I love his TV show and I love his books, I don't think Thanksgiving meals are worth three days of work. There comes a point where there's diminishing returns, right? And I don't think anything illustrates this more than the topic of today's show. The one obvious side dish I left out when talking about the Thanksgiving meal is stuffing. Stuffing can be truly horrendous or it can be delicious, it can be time consuming and taxing or it can be the easiest most pleasurable part of your Thanksgiving meal preparation. That is, if you use stove top stuffing. Stuffing is a hodgepodge of edible things that were traditionally stuffed in the cavity of the turkey as it was being cooked and would in some way add flavor to the bird or just kind of serve as a means to use the big old hole in the animal, I guess. You had to use it for something, right? It's not really known when stuffing was first invented, however, there's an old Roman cookbook that has recipes for stuffed chicken with the stuffing consisting of vegetables, herbs, nuts, spices, and old cereal, as well as chopped liver and random organ meat from the bird. Stuffing has also gone by other names such as farce, force meat, and dressing. Stuffing is probably the main side in Thanksgiving, and while there's literally thousands of variations of stuffing, most of them have one or more of the following ingredients. Dried breadcrumbs, onion, celery, herbs, spices, dried fruits, almonds, chestnuts, wine of some kind. In my humble opinion, though, most of these stuffings are bad. There's just too much going on. There's either too much preciousness with the finely chopped ingredients or there's too much grossness like spooning out this mixture from the turkey hole with all these giblets and part of a turkey neck. It's nasty. Not only that, though. The USDA doesn't recommend cooking stuffing in the turkey. This is due to the fact that when meat reaches a safe temperature, the stuffing inside can still harbor bacteria. And if the meat is cooked until the stuffing reaches a safe temperature, the meat may be overcooked. So if you put stuffing inside of a turkey while you cook it, you could either not fully cook the stuffing or cook the stuffing correctly, but overcook the bird and dry turkey is awful, right? Stuffing is an old idea going back to the Roman days when we didn't know better and didn't have the means to secure or cook better food, right? You think someone that called this stuff forced meat ever had access to like a toaster or a microwave oven or any sort of other innovation? I don't think so. If anything ever needed a technological improvement, a real 20th century solution, it was this sad food stuff. And the greatest thing that ever happened to Thanksgiving happened in 1972 when the General Foods Corporation released stovetop stuffing. And if you're unfamiliar with what stovetop stuffing is, it's just that. It's in the name. It's stuffing that you can cook on a stovetop. You don't even need an oven. All you need is the stuff that's in the box, a saucepan, and water. Its ingredients are enriched wheat flour, onions, salt, Cooked chicken, chicken broth, carrots, yeast, hydrolyzed soy protein, celery, spices, parsley, chicken fat. So see, it's it's all natural. I mean, never mind the high fructose corn syrup and disodium guanylate or artificial flavors. It's a really natural food. (laughs) I'm kidding, of course. Uh, But if you went to public school and ate Thanksgiving lunch provided by the school, you've definitely tasted stovetop stuffing and you probably loved it. Don't pretend like you didn't. Now, stovetop stuffing was invented and patented by a woman named Ruth Simes, who worked for General Foods and had a breakthrough determining the certain size of breadcrumb that would make rehydration work perfectly. That's the key to this magical food product. It's a dried food. It's an instant food. It's something that you add water to and it becomes what it is that you're going to eat. And the whole key to it was determining at what size do breadcrumbs rehydrate perfectly giving you a good texture and it's by this determination that Ruth Simes entered the pantheon of greatest inventors of the 20th century she's right up there with Nikola Tesla in my book and according to Ms. Simes, the idea for instant stuffing wasn't actually something that she came up with it was the marketing department's idea but it was up to R&D the, pro- the department of which she was a part of To create the product and her breadcrumb product based design won out. There was a couple of other ones based on rice and things like that, but hers was the best and hers won. And I know it may sound like I'm being facetious when I say that stovetop stuffing is one of the greatest inventions of the 20th century, but I'm being serious. I'm being dead serious. As humanity progresses, life is supposed to get easier, right? The older generations will always complain about how much easier younger generations have it. But it should be easier for younger people. If our society and technology didn't progress and things got harder, we'd actually be failing as a species. Just imagine how ridiculous would it be if younger kids died out of more illnesses than older people. We would be failing, right? Stuffing as a concept is weird. Have you ever had mind-blowing stuffing? Like, honestly... Have you really truly ever had stuffing that you were like, this is the best thing I've ever had? And would you ever prefer to have stuffing over anything else on the thanksgiving table? Is stuffing worth putting any actual work into? Why would you even do that when the engineers at Kraft have already done it for us and have produced a product that is as good, if not better, than your grandma's recipe? Look, not everything merits hard work. Saying you enjoy or that you made this engineered product called stovetop stuffing instead of some arcane giblet ridden witch's brew should be celebrated instead of ridiculed or shamed or whatever it is. There's this stigma about store-bought food that is easy to make that comes from a box as being unnatural or as being lesser than food that you slave over and I don't really get the point. Imagine if when you showed up to dinner, people asked you, hey, how was the drive over here? And you said, oh, I didn't drive. Why would I use one of those horrible, unnatural automobiles? I took a horse and buggy and I... Had to get here fast so I whipped the horse to the point that it died and I had to have another horse brought over and the wheels repaired because I went over this pothole and I injured my lower back because of how high I jumped when we hit the bump and I landed on my tailbone because why would my vehicle have suspension I couldn't possibly do that to my body it's unnatural. And yet, I know that was ridiculous, but there's this stigma about engineered 20th century food products that just like any other invention have made our life easier. Honestly, stovetop stuffing is awesome. It's just as good as anything else. And it's a fraction of the time and nobody really likes that other stuff. Do yourself a favor this Thanksgiving. Don't cook the stuffing. Throw away that weird ancient recipe that you got from your grandma or your great aunt or that your mom got from someone. Because honestly, nobody really likes it. Go down to the grocery store, get some traditional cornbread flavor or turkey flavor or sage flavor stovetop stuffing and relax a little. The engineers already did the work for you. There's a patent to prove it. Plus, you need as much energy as you can to trample people on the way to a discounted Keurig during your Black Friday shopping. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving meal. Honestly, if you haven't tried the thing, try it. It's really good. Share this with a food fan. I want to know their thoughts. Um, if you have a stuffing recipe or whatever that you think is better, don't send it to me because it's not. See you next time. And as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. This is the Relevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.